0: This podcast right here is called I Said What I Said with Joe and Janelle, where we talk about any and all sports. Right now, it's the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL with a little college football news. How you doing, Janelle? What's up, good people? I'm a little
1: disappointed.
0: I hear you. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, too.
1: Yeah, I had my lips stuck out. I don't know about anybody else. But, um, yeah. And, look, before you bring it up, yes, I left. I left in hopes that I would come back. I went to the store. I didn't stay gone long, but I made it back to the third quarter. And it was like nine minutes left. And I thought, okay, it was looking good. I I was hopeful again. And I don't know, I don't know what
0: happened. I'm a little disappointed. You got you got to hang in there. You got to hang in. We got we got a job to do. So you you required to at least keep the TV on. I don't I don't I don't know if we we need to leave the house, you know. But I I'll be honest with just you.
1: Just checking the score on your phone count.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well, I was just about to say I'll be honest with you. When the Cowboys was bad and they wasn't getting no better, hell I'd be cutting grass by halftime. So, you know, there's been times where, you know, and it's hot when they play. It was hot at the time. It was hot. I will still get out there anyway and cut grass because I didn't – I just couldn't watch no more. But these guys ain't that bad. But they they promising you a whole lot, you know. That uh, that beatdown by the Cardinals was exactly what it was, a beatdown. The score don't really indicate it that bad, but the way they went, they got physical with us. Yeah, it was, it was a beat down. Dan Quinn was quoted as saying that, that felt like five fingers slapped across your face, the way they treated that defense. I guess we won't be talking about the 92 defense or the 85 barrels or doomsday. I guess we was premature with all of that. You know, uh, I, I think the the way the Cowboys got beat yesterday or Sunday was um, the running game. The running game rears its ugly head again. It's like they 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 just too light in the middle. They um they didn't fly around the ball like they usually do. The Cardinals did what the what the Eagles been doing to everybody else. And that's just running the ball, running the ball. They the best player they had was James Conner that day. The quarterback they had, they signed him 3 weeks ago. Um,
1: well, when you say we light, sir, are you talking about weight?
0: Yeah, the okay, the okay, the defensive linemen are you need heavy. To eat a little more. Yeah, <laughs> no, they big. They big. Okay. It's, it's 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 a it's a double edged sword when you're playing with big players. You got to get a good rotation. You Guys, three thirty five. Uh, Hank, Hank uh, Hankins is three thirty five. Mason Smith, who we haven't seen, is three thirty five. Osa O'Diggy Zoa, see, I, I got that right that time, right? There you go. Yeah, you, you, go. You, you can do it next time. That's probably the only time I get it right. But 97 is uh, is uh, 280 pounds, so you got to rotate them guys. Now, we haven't seen the big rookie Maisie Smith play yet because he come from Michigan where he was doing a read and react system where when the ball is snapped, he kind of stands up and finds the ball. Well, the Cowboys want him to uh, wreak havoc over there, they want him to fire off the ball and clog up the lanes. He just—they haven't been able to coach what he learned in college out of him yet. So that's what's hurting us a little bit because he hasn't gotten the rotation as much as he should, and as much as they kind of expect him to play, he's not a bust. But he just got to get 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 that college stuff out of his system, and he'll help us better. But when you when I talk about being light. It's it's getting to the second level, what we call second level, getting to them linebackers. Uh, Vanderris is 250, but he's way too tall. He's like 6'4", 250, and a lean guy. So he don't really have any leverage to get off of blocks. Plus he got a bad neck and a bad shoulder. Um, Damone Clark, 6'2", 240. Uh, More speed than bulk. And then Kevin Dean, the guy who got the holding penalty on the special teams, He's a light guy. He's even lighter. He's six foot, two hundred and thirty pounds. You really need either a tough guy in the middle that's gonna hit hard, or you need a bigger, bigger set of linebackers. But the Cowboys are built for third down. If you can get a team to get to third down, then they can pass rush and they can beat people up. And they can get to the quarterback. And that's what the cow, you know, that's what the Cowboys are designed for.
1: Yeah. Well. And then I have to ask, well, is it cuz we have people out? You know, we're waiting for people to come back. I know No, nah, that-
0: no, nah, we got we got who we got. We ain't we missing uh uh Trayvon Diggs, but his his absence didn't hurt us. I mean, they rushed for 180 some yards. They only threw the ball 21 times. Um, they just rushed for 182 yards in the first half. I don't remember what the game was overall. I'm sure it was well over 200 yards. But uh, here, here's the difference between our defense the first two games and this game. The Giants started running the ball that first drive, and then they got the field goal blocked for the touchdown. And then a lot of other bad stuff transpired for him for them, so – turnovers and whatnot, and they decided to give up on the run. The Jets, for whatever reason, decided not to even try to run. They wanted Zach Wilson to win the game, which was dumb because they had Brees Hall and Davin Cook, two very good NFL running backs, but them guys got four carries each. So they they gave up on it. Well, the Cardinals said, hey, our best player is going to be the offensive line and James Conner. And we're going we're gonna to run the Cowboys. We're going to run the ball because they had to. I believe if Kyler Murray would have played, the Cowboys win because the Cardinals think they treat Kyler Murray like a superstar and he would have tried to throw the ball. They would have played the offense through him. But out of necessity, because they had Joshua Dobbs, they decided we're going to stick with the run and we're going to let this quarterback throw as little as possible. And it It, it worked. They got physical with our defense. I'm telling you, until they fix that, Dan, Dan Quinn tweaks that some kind of way. It's gonna be a long year because the Cardinals coach was saying that uh he used the Eagles game plan. He was the Eagles defensive coordinator, so he knows what the Cowboys can and can't do. And so unless Dan Quinn Tw- – less less Maisie Smith steps up and Dan Dan Quinn tweaks a little bit. Our personnel is our personnel. You know, we got good safeties, we got good corners, our linebackers are very iffy. Either in, and two of them are young. And Vanderis, you know, he's kind of injury prone, and he's not a brawler. He's a speed guy. So let's 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 talk about the offense. Let's talk about Dak. Let's talk about coach. Let's talk about distributing the ball. Um I had a problem with a little bit of all of that. Matter of fact, I thought the uh, the game was was a total team effort on how to lose. Special teams, where my man Kevin Dean got the hole. What a way for people for you to point out people that your son is a Dallas Cowboy for the first time. You get a hole, you get a hole the, on national TV. On the, you know it, it erased the sixty one yard punt return by Turpin. Um, yeah. The play calling the play calling by Mike i said it again. I like Mike. I didn't say Mike was perfect, but I like Mike. You still like Mike or not? I mean, I know he ran you to the grocery store, but what, what happened? You <laughs> like Mike or not?
1: I still do. I, you know, look, I do realize that we are, may not have a perfect season. Um, I just maybe like everybody else, I, you know, thought, Oh, the Cardinals are you know zero and two, um, and maybe we underestimated the
0: Cardinals. Okay, on that note, let's see what let's see let's hear let's hear from your boy Michael Parsons. Did you, did you get the T-shirt yet? You get the Michael Parsons T-shirt? I yet?
1: hadn't, but I but th- this loss doesn't stop me. I'm, okay, I'm still gonna get it.
0: That's I'm good to see. hear. That's good to hear. Let let's, let's hear what Mike had to say. Uh, my message for us is never stress, never worry. Let's just get better. Like it's still early on in the season. This is this is a tough part about playing in National Football League. Every team has its day, you know. Um, the last two weeks we was light on fire, and today we came out and we got lit. And that's just the reality of football, and, you know. And you look across the league, it happened to a couple teams, you know. Reality sets in. You look at the Chiefs. Everyone thought the Chiefs would go out and blow out the Lions. The Lions came out lit and fired up. So um, the reality is, we got to take in every game is like the Super Bowl and we got to play up to our standard. We can't play down to teams and I felt like that's what we did today. Thank you, Mike. That was Michael Parsons.
1: See, such an articulate young man.
0: Yeah, but Just what what was he really? Some hope, what was okay? he really saying though? What do you think he was really saying? I'm going to tell you what he was really saying.
1: Okay.
0: Look here. I I don't know what happened this week, but every team in the NFL is a talented team. We got to change hey this week we lost, we got beat up, we got embarrassed, we gave up all them yards, they they was physical on us, they mauled us, they clowned us. We gotta remember this game. If I'm Micah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, remember this game. When people start laughing and playing and the walkthrough and practice and all of that in the preparation, hey man. Remember what we how we how we talk noise and we clowned and we talked about partying or, you know is is really your preparation for the game whatever whatever it was you did to pre- prepare for the Cardinal game hell if you ate fruit loops don't eat fruit loops eat, eat Captain Crunch if <laughs> if if you wore the blue socks to the stadium don't wear them socks no, more. no burn burn, no more. burn them socks you know we is <laughs> whatever whatever i need to do to get better that's what i'm going to do and that's what he's saying i think you you know michael talked michael talked to talk but he he walking like he talking so We'll see. Sure. I, think, sure. I think I think I think they'll be better, but that's him. You know, yeah. Dak, Dak was saying so. I didn't get no audio, but Dak was saying something like, "All right, look, we uh, we didn't play well. We're gonna play better." Okay, that's classic Dak right there. That's Dak falling on his sword yet again. He a professional at that. I like me some Dak, but boy, he. He always falling on his sword. Oh, we gonna play better. We gotta do better. I know I wasn't that. Then he taint. He changed it up. He was like, "Well, we knew who we, we knew who we were, but the media is the one that be putting us on a pedestal."
1: Oh wow! See, really, Dak. Yeah,
0: see, that's the that's, I can't. If pronounce- that's
1: the case, the cow we as cowboy fans do the same, right? Because right. why? Because we bought into the whole. You know, not last year, but it's gonna be this year.
0: Yeah, you but know? but that's that that's that that's that million dollar word that equivocation right there, where you say, "Oh, it's my fault. I'm gonna do better." But y'all the one told us that we was good. We knew we we didn't think we was that good, y'all. Now nah, we don't play. You play.
1: Right. We don't lead that well, team. You I feel lead like that CD team. Lamb, that was like frustrated.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I mean, he had one. I think he had two targets in the first half, one catch for like four yards after catching like five or six balls, 11 balls total the last game. It looked so, so effortless when he got the ball against the Jets. And then, like you said, he looked frustrated because your body language, your, that's a good point because your body language looks a certain way. You look defeated when the defense is doing their job and they're taking you out the game. You look a little defeated, you know. Shoulders slump, you know. You ain't really talking to nobody, and people are consoling you. But the way he looked like, hey, everybody, stay away from me. This some BS. I'm supposed to be getting the ball. What's going on here? Yeah, he looked he, he looked look frustrated, big time. And you don't want to see your big time players look like that. But you know, All I right. I thought that uh that Mike called a good game when you when they're ahead. it's – is is and they was ahead in the other games, Mike called that it, that slow and steady, no mistake type of stuff, complimentary stuff. But uh I thought that uh he played slow. They played methodical when they needed to speed it up. It's okay to for Dak to play within a system and do that dink and dunk stuff. Short passes, you know, you know. But when we need Dak to be the man, he need to be the man and I thought they lacked complete urgency in the second half. You know, on one hand they played slow, but on the other hand, why go for it on fourth down? Why not get why not take the points?
1: Well, you know, probably one because we as fans sometimes I think, you know, there have been plenty of times be like, Why we can't go for it? We're we're just right there. And then, you know, then there's the what happened in the fourth quarter? Dak throws it amongst, I don't know, three cardinals. Well
0: let me let me let me let me say this about going for it on fourth down. It's easy to sit here and say after they didn't get the then after they didn't get the score, it's easy to say, man, why they do that? Me personally, I don't care if you go for it on fourth down. I don't care if you go or you kick. But my problem is the call, the play design—I thought it was awful. If you're gonna go for it on fourth down, you gotta make. If you miss it on fourth down, you gotta make that miss look spectacular. They should have had. They should have had some like a run-pass option, but Dak didn't have a chance on that call.
1: Yeah, I—I I mean, it makes you wonder what he saw that we didn't see because again you know you're throwing it in what you know i would feel is prime traffic and when you got if you think about it you got one car they got three
0: yeah yeah (laughs) you
1: know what what's going you know it's like i don't know it's just a matter of like what was he seeing that we didn't see you know
0: well i think Here's what I think about Dak this year. He don't want to talk about leading the league in interceptions like he did last year. He don't want to talk about that, the 15 15 or so interceptions he threw in 11 games. He don't want to talk about that this year. And people will go back and say he's not throwing that many this year. He is and he ain't. And the reason I say he is and he ain't is because the defense is not catching him. He should have had two picks yesterday. Linebacker dropped him. Linebacker dropped it. Number 59 for the Cardinals dropped the ball. Uh, The the Jets game, Sauce Gardner had a pick six that would have changed the whole game. And he took his eyes off the ball because he was running first. So it ain't that he ain't been throwing them. They just haven't been catching them. And he showed that Sunday. So I don't know. I think number four got to get it together. We supposed to extend number four, but I know a lot of fans don't want that. And, uh, I don't know, Jerry. If he don't play right, I think Jerry will find a way to get out of that some kind of way. So I don't know. I thought the Cowboys could have played a lot better. Of course, I thought the defense was better than that, like everybody else. But uh, I don't know. We got we got Belichick coming up. We got uh we and, and he don't mind running the ball. Last year they played the Bills. He, he he threw three passes in a cold ass game up in Buffalo, and they beat the Bills on because they ran the ball the whole game. I ain't saying he's gonna do it now, but they yeah, got
1: when he's got Zeke. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Zeke Zeke come Zeke had sixteen for eighty last week. He was doing the feed me, and that's another thing we didn't talk about. I mean, excuse me, we didn't talk about the Cowboys' red zone. That's where they missed Zeke. You know, everybody was like, ah, Zeke just run down there and score a touchdown. Well, what are they doing this year? Tony Pollard is not been. it's not that he can't get there. You just got to have a certain nose for the goal line, you know, to be able to wedge yourself between players if you're a small guy, be able to run through arm tackles and shoulders if you're a big guy. And plus it don't help. I mean, a lot of people were saying, well, we was missing three linemen. Well, against the Jets and the Lions – we had everybody. I mean, the Jets and and, and, the, and the Giants, we had everybody. So we had a whole healthy offensive line, and the red zone was still bad. We getting a lot of field goals. And how about the field goal kicker? That boy is like kicked 15, 16 straight field goals after he missed the extra okay. point.
1: Okay. Can we just say that every year I feel like we need a new kicker? I'm just saying.
0: Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Don't jinx my, okay. my man. is My man is killing it. Okay. You know he's right. killing it. I mean, he a rookie and uh, he's killing it. So don't, 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 don't jinx him. Okay. You know he might start hooking them or something. Okay. You know, I'll, it's, I'll it's been it. It's been every year. But let's let let's move <laughs> on to let, let's move on to to NFL stuff now. Did we did we, did we did we did we finish up on the Cowboys? We get the Cowboys straight ain't them straight I think
1: so. We just know we know we playing the Patriots. All
0: right, we'll Thanks. talk about that talk more in depth about that later on this week. But I want to make sure we we at least touch base on all of that. And, and and Mike Mike McCarthy owned up to his play call. So he on he he said that's on me. I got to do better. He think I, I thought I overthought some things. So I'm going to give Mike a pass cuz ain't nobody say Mike was perfect, but I still like Mike and I think Mike will make the adjustments or or Dan Quinn would be the new coach, and he he, he already coaching and waiting. But we'll talk about that another time. But moving on to the NFL, let's let's talk about who got beef in the NFL. I, I, I like talking. I'm I'm I'm, I'm messing like that. I like talking about who got beef.
1: <laughs> Look, is you instigating some stuff? Oh,
0: they are. I don't have to instigate nothing. They already.
1: They already already out
0: there. already doing the thing. Um.
1: Oh, Sean Payton. He been calling out people. Yeah. Like by name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He called out uh Vance Joseph. Yeah. The defense coordinator. Yeah. For the for the Broncos. You know called out Russell. Again. It's then it's then it's uh it's Sean Payton versus everybody. You yeah, know, that's crazy. He called out the doggone, everybody but the people who cut the check. He called out uh, the 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 defense coordinator. He called out Russell, and he was arguing with reporters because they asked him about getting mollywhopped by uh, 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 seventy, giving up seventy points and seven hundred some yards in one game. And that's the first time somebody scored seventy points and had seven hundred and sixty some yards in one game. For
1: those of you didn't who didn't watch, the score was twenty. to seventy.
0: No, nah, you read As that you, you read tell. you read that backwards. It's seventy to twenty one. I think you read the winning score first or something. First? Like oh yeah. okay. Yeah, all I right. used I used to do my that. Bad. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's seventy to twenty one. When you kick okay. somebody ass, your score will go first. Especially when you do it like that.
1: Okay, my bad. It's
0: all good. <laughs> it's all good. But uh yeah, yeah. He uh he was on the end. I think he was on the 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 wrong end of some other beef. Because Coach Mike McDaniel for the Dolphins, who scored them 70 points and them 762 yards, was a ball boy for the Broncos. Mm, huh? and,
1: and,
0: and he was an assistant coach and a ball boy for the Broncos. And he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a Denver, Colorado native. He grew up there. He was a ball boy with the Broncos. He was an assistant coach for the Broncos. And then he went with the Shanahan's. And uh, he ended up being the offense coordinator for the 49ers. So when the Broncos had a job opening, they didn't call Mike McDaniel. They, he, didn't get, he didn't get an interview or call, Nothing.
1: So it might
0: have been a little personal. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, I don't believe in coincidence. Okay, uh, uh, you got seventy points on the Broncos, and you was the ball boy assistant coach. Come on now, and you grew up in Denver, and they didn't give you one call for the job. Yeah, that was real personal. That's that's the beef. That's why that's why Sean Payton was mad. But you call out your defense coordinator. Then he gave up seventy points. You got to think, was that on purpose? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. Maybe maybe Vance maybe Vance Joseph and Sean Payton got beat because he, like I said, Sean Payton is messing with everybody.
1: Like what Arsenio Hall used to say, the things that make you say,
0: hmm. hmm. Yep, yep. What about uh, Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings?
1: Ah. Oh. Sounds like they home crowd. They they had an issue with the with the they people. What
0: happened was the Vikings came. The Vikings was about to beat the Chargers. Time running out, and uh, instead of spiking the ball and resetting the play, they ran up and tried to catch the Chargers off sides. and they uh, Kirk Cousins ended up throwing the interception when they had time to spike the ball, and then. You know, have a whole time, a whole thirty some seconds to get, you know, get their stuff together between plays and pick a good play to score. They tried to run up, spike the ball, and keep get the charges off guard. Well, they blame after the game. They was like, well, when we do that type of stuff, we need the home crowd to be quiet, but they wouldn't be quiet. And no, 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 bro, no, 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 no. No, no, it ain't, it ain't. the home crowd fault. It, it ain't. It ain't. Y'all, y'all was being dumb by not spiking the ball and regrouping, and that's what the guys tore him up for on the on the on the uh, NFL show. Why y'all didn't spike it? Jimmy Johnson was going crazy. Why y'all didn't spike it? And then call a play and have a better time. But it ain't the home crowd. I couldn't believe that the Vikings said that. What do you what's what's going on with these NFL How you players? How blame it
1: on your fans? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, that's the Vikings got beef. They need to apologize right now. That's what they need right, to do right
1: before next week. Yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. next game.
0: Dak, Dak blaming the media. Oh, we might well say Dak had beef. Oh, y'all y'all the ones put us on the pedestal. We know who we are, man. If you don't stop that mess, that's him. Okay, he got beef. In a minute, I don't know which one's more ridiculous. You blaming the press for holding y'all up on a pedestal or the Vikings blaming the, the crowd noise for the doggone bad decision they made and a bad throw by Kirk Cousins. I don't I'm know.
1: like, you though. Know, they better say something. They better say they sorry or something because, uh, look, there might be some eggs thrown.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you. Sometime you. Sometimes you say stuff you can't take back. You know, that's that's one of them. That's, you know, I don't know who said that, but it was said, you know, the quote attributed to the Vikings, the home crowd messed them up. Let's talk about some uh, college football. Would yeah. You, let's talk about, well, in particular, Colorado.
1: Yeah, so the Buffaloes had their first loss um, to the Oregon Ducks. And, you know, I think a few – um people had predicted that this may be a loss for them. Um it was it was they kind of ran away with the game. Quite honestly, um I mean they were finally able to get on the board. Um Yeah,
0: 42-6. I don't know yeah. why people think 42-6 is better than 42-0. At that point, I don't care. If I'm playing, it's like, all right, we got we got six, yay! Who is that for? What does that prove? Because,
1: well, you know, I guess it just it that they didn't lay down and quit. You know that they did keep fighting for something.
0: Well, they they you know that's funny. That's a good point because I don't think they quit at any time. They was just run over. They was just the, the, the Oregon was just a more talented team. So yeah, people yeah, you can say that where, yeah, they didn't lay down, they kept trying to score. But to tell you the truth, the Oregon coach let up on him a little bit. He didn't blitz the door as much. They kind of they didn't let him have it, but he could see that he was beating the hell out of Shador. And I think out of respect for Dion and the the other team in the Colorado, uh, I think he let up a little bit. But Nah, Colorado never stopped trying to play, but they just got ran over, you know. And uh, I thought that uh, you don't poke the bear. I always think that. People think stuff that happened before the game don't matter. It does. Uh, Colorado stomped the logo. Some players stomped the logo uh, at uh, Alton Field the other day. They, they stomped the uh Uh, Oregon logo before the game, and it got back to the players. And while Oregon pretty much figured they was going to win the game, it pissed the coach off. And that's why he was throwing the ball when it was 42 to nothing. He was trying to get another touchdown. And people would say that's running it up. I don't think it's running up. You score, you score. I think it's disrespectful if you can score on a team and you don't. I'd rather you beat me a hundred and fifty well, than
1: nothing. Think Forty-two to six is run up. Run up was that Denver Broncos and uh, seventy Dolphins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's he, a run up.
0: Yeah, he he kicked the he kicked the field goal to make it seventy, so they could get the record or something. I I don't know. Yeah, you know Mike McDaniel is pretty slick, but uh, I thought that uh, I thought that Prime handled the press conference after that. Coach Prime handled the press conference very well. He said, "Hey, get us now." because uh, you won't be able to get us later. I'm about seven or eight dogs away from winning, and I hope them seven or eight players that he get is offensive lineman calls. His offensive line is trash, and they're going to get his son killed. He can't keep playing Shador the whole game when they're getting blowed out. It's just unnecessary. You know, that boy was limping a little bit after the game. and You don't know. That's how those tears and nicks and different stuff happen. You know, gradually, when you start getting the hell knocked out of you, because y'all, because y'all got him in the game, I would have took him out in the third quarter. It don't, it, it ain't, it ain't popular, but if you know you ain't got a chance, take him out. Well,
1: you know, here I am with my questions. Speaking of that, does Dion have a credible backup?
0: It don't matter when it's forty-two-zero. I'm gonna put anybody out there that can that can take a snap. To keep, you know, the silo, I mean uh, Sador is their best player. Right. He's the best offensive player they have. So either you're gonna throw screen passes where you get the ball out fast or swing passes. Anything where I'm not reading who I throw to. I'm just throwing to somebody else. So I'm handing off. I need to get the ball out of his hand. They wasn't gonna they wasn't gonna ever win that game, but you need to protect your your quarterback for the rest of the year. You either call a better call a different game. Or take him out the game, but they were still dropping him back, and he was still getting hit. That offensive line yeah, stuff is a problem.
1: A lot of people say it had to do with, you know, them losing one of their best players, Travis Hunter.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: What are your thoughts on that? Did that? Did would it still have been a forty-two-six game had Travis been involved?
0: Yeah, because Colorado. Travis is a defensive back. He's the corner. He's the best, probably one of the best young corners in all of college football. Deion thinks he's the best in college football. Um, The way Oregon ran through and over on the running game, Travis wouldn't have made that much of a difference. It probably would have been 35 to nothing if Travis played. Maybe he he saves a touchdown, but they got to quit playing Travis both ways. I said earlier this year is that, uh, Travis caught 11 balls versus TCU. Well, he's playing both ways. He's playing 60, 70 snaps a game, and every time he catches a ball, it's an opportunity to knock him out the game. So, with that being the case, you know, you gonna, not only are going to lose your best defensive player, but you're going to lose a good offensive player. But I, me personally, I would have just kept him on defense because he means much more to the team than – than he does on offense. But Dion is allowed Deion him.
1: Deion is doing that because he played both sides on occasion.
0: I think he's doing that because Travis can. And, you know, sometimes you got to promise a young man something, you know, to get him to come where, you know, some of those factors are, hey, hey, you come play for me. Instead of going to Florida State, I'll let you play both ways. Matter of fact, I'll start you both ways. And sometimes you got to keep your promise. And at some point, Maybe Travis going to go, "Hey, maybe I need to play 15 snaps instead of 30 over there on that side. Maybe they, you know, maybe he understands where the, you know that he should play on one side or the other. But a lot of times it goes into what the coach promised you. And, you know, now you got in, you got NIL deals now, name name image likeness deals where they are getting a lot of money, but at Jackson they didn't have a lot of money. So I bet one of the things he promised Travis I'm going to start you and I'm going to start you both ways. Now, to Dion's credit, Travis wants to get back on the field. He has a lacerated uh, liver and he wants to get back on the field. But Dion said, nah, you got, I'm, I'm, to Dion's credit, he said, nah, I love you more than I love this game. You're more important to me than this game. So I'm going to keep you off the field until you're ready. Because one of the other times, Dion had said something like, look, I can let Travis. Play when he's hurt But he ain't that dog When he hurt He's just that guy I need him to right. be that dog I ain't gonna let him play If he can't be that dog Well, that's a coach Protecting his players You know That's a coach Keeping the guy around For the future That's just
1: And I think that's smart Cause that's a organ A vital organ mm-hmm. We're talking about So I feel like Yeah His health over The game Way
0: more important. Yeah, yeah. I think he. They said he was gonna be out two or three weeks, but that's that's kids for you. That's young people for you. When they get hurt, they feel they 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 feel better than they really are. As I've coached, I've coached before where kids are sprained an ankle. Had my own son sprained his ankle, and he couldn't practice. He you know he's supposed to have two practices a week. At first practice, I held him out. That that second that second practice of the week, he's like, I'm okay, Dad, I'm okay. Hell he couldn't hardly run straight. But he's like, he wanted to get back on the field. And I think that's Travis right there. But Dion doing the right thing. We'll see what happens to them with USC. USC is pretty good. Uh be honest with you. I don't know about 42 to 7 or 42 to 6, but I don't see Coach Prime getting past USC. But I don't know. Janelle picks are better. What's
1: being said that USC is going to be another contender.
0: Oh yeah, Well, they got the Heisman Trophy winner?
1: Right, right. They do. Well, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that we might be seeing another ugly game.
0: It's possible. We'll see what kind of adjustments that Colorado make, and we'll see if the truth the Cinderella the Cinderella story has ended or not. I mean. They wasn't expected to win that many. I think Colorado can win six this year. I think Colorado can become bowl eligible. You know, they got Arizona up. They got Oregon State up. They got Stanford up. You know, UCLA, we don't know what they can do. They got the Pac-12 to get into, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I think they can win six. I think they can p- become bowl eligible. Hell, there's a million bowls out there, but you best believe if they go to a bowl, everybody going to be there.
1: Oh yeah, them tickets gonna be
0: hot. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> well, I think we come to to the conclusion of our show. And yeah, uh, don't
1: forget our predictions. What are, what are we oh, what are we saying about our cowboys?
0: Um, give me give me give me next show. I ain't saying nothing yet. I need to know who's coming. I mean, who's there? I need to know who's playing. I'm, okay. I, I might give me give me give me tell give me tell we drop something on Thursday. And I'll let you know. I mean, you know you better than predicting that stuff than me anyway. So yeah, I ain't, you know, I ain't, oh in, no. I ain't in no hurry to. You know what we're gonna do? We got to keep the tally on that. Okay, all okay. right. I think I think we I think uh, so. We'll we'll figure it out. But I think you' up right now. But we'll we'll figure it out. But uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, we are work in progress, and we love doing what we do. And if you took your time to listen to us, we really appreciate that.
1: We do. We thank you, and we hope you come back.
0: For Janelle, this is Joe Hartfield. Thank you for listening to I Said What I Said. We'll see you next time.